You are listening to Popcorn on SoundCloud. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Popcorn. My name is Carl Goldfinch. I am your host. Here with me again is Anthony. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? Or night or afternoon, wherever the hell you're joining <laughs> me from. How are you going, Anthony? I'm doing really well. I'm very excited to get into today's podcast. We have an amazing range of topics to cover. So let's get started. Yeah, it's been a very incredibly interesting week of pop culture this week. We've had a Sydney Film Festival announced with Chelsea Handler. We've had a new trailer, two new trailers come out. It's been such a big week. So when we get, shall we get into it, Anthony? Yes, we shall. Awesome. Let's start this week with the news that the Sydney Film Festival has been announced. It got announced on Wednesday. Tickets go on sale today as of Friday when we are recording this podcast. Um, so according to the SFF website or Sydney Film Festival website, um, there is over 300 screenings of 244 titles from 60 countries across the 12 days of the festival in 10 venues to choose from. These are 10 venues around the around the city of Sydney. I can't wait. Um, I'm, I have ready to put my films down of what I really want to see. Anthony, what about you? Have you judging from the guide, uh, the film which I'm really interested in is Down the Rabbit Hole, which is all about virtual reality. Actually, I don't think it's a film. I it's think it's more a, of an experience. Yeah, it's exhibition. So there are films. There's an exhibition portion. It's just such an amazing thing. Good luck to all the guys over at Sydney Film Festival. So. That said and done, um, of course, moving on to another movies topic, we look at the issue of uh, diversity in Hollywood uh, with, of course, actor and incredibly amazingly beautiful Asian actor John Cho. Um, Anthony, you have more of that. Tell us what um, Entertainment Weekly has talked about in their article. They talked about the controversy of the Oscars whitewashing, the Oscars being only of white actors. The hashtag is Oscars so white, and there's accusation of whitewashing leveled at high, several high-profile films. And Entertainment Weekly features pictures where they kind of uh, put John Cho's face in these uh, in these movie posters. So, for example. The hashtag of starring John Cho. Uh, John Cho is seen as James Bond in the Spectre film. Uh, he is Captain America in the Avengers film poster. And he is also Sam Clef. He, is, he replaces Sam Cleflin in Me Before You. And there's also one of him in The Martian as well. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a really interesting topic, isn't it? Because um, a couple of months ago we saw the um, issue with um, Scarlett Johansson being portrayed as the Asian woman in um, the Asian cop in the new Ghost in the Shell reboot. And this comes at a very interesting time of, like, how Hollywood studios sell their films um, through a community. Because the, the point of this article is talking about is that why do Hollywood studios have to continually try and market themselves and why do they have to try and market their films specifically for their white actors? Why do white actors still the, sell these films? Why can't Asian actors sell these films? Why can't the franchise of the movie speak for itself rather than the star power of the film that's there? Yeah. 
which I think is a really important point. What do you think of that? Do you think that, what do you think that the article um, sort of raises for you? What sort of questions? I think it's, it's, I'm just reading through the article and it's saying it's a two-side argument and it talks about the white issue and also an African-American issue. But I think, I, I, I don't know, I, I kind of do agree with the article. If a film, a film is supposed to be just for the actor, supposed to be for the storyline and everything, and that's what people would come to see, not just for the actor. So, for example, if I went to see a, um, if Harry Potter was recasted, uh, I'll still watch it, regardless of whether Daniel Radcliffe, Radcliffe was cast as Harry Potter or if another person was cast as Harry Potter. That's why with, uh, just speaking about Harry Potter, with the new play of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, they've made Hermione black. And there wasn't really any um, indication that she would win the book. So uh, I feel as if, if the movie franchise and the storyline is strong, it wouldn't really mark worry matter what actors were were casted as the different characters absolutely um no i i think you're really i think you're really spot on with that i i do wonder because um glad's media report which is looking at lgbti characters came out a couple of weeks ago and of course with there they have the issue of especially audiences even on television and movies um of course diversity movies being a terrible thing um but diversity in television is still showing predominantly white gay males. Um, so it, it's just something that we kind of have to look at and kind of have to keep thinking about how we can create better content, um, better representations of four people and not try and whitewash as well. Whitewashing is just ridiculous, especially if you have the source material that comes from um, saying, like, you, w- you would get annoyed if, if, the black, if there was a black source material being played by a white woman. So why the hell are you having a a white woman play, say, an Asian or or someone of different um, religious background? Uh, sorry, um, someone who's playing different race, uh, different race background. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So moving on, uh, moving on. Uh, so Teen Choice coming up soon. Really excited. One of the biggest, probably one of the most. Um, craziest award shows informal so the nominate so people have started nominating for their favorite shows for their favorite um for their favorite movies for their favorite pop culture moments youtubers and stuff like that um i'm gonna be honest and say that if i was voting for this because i don't know if i'm still able to because i'm 22 now um and i'm not really a teen unknowingly enough even though i kind of look like one um I would I would vote for Shadowhunters. It's um I don't know. Have you seen Shadowhunters, Anthony? Of course, I have seen Shadowhunters. People, uh, yeah. What do you? Well, sorry. What were you gonna say there? Uh, I was gonna say people who haven't seen Shadowhunters are living under a rock. <laughs> it's a good show. It's a great show. I was a little annoyed by it for the start, but when things started happening, I was like, oh my god, this is really good. Uh, you can clearly see that teens are really latched onto the show and I really hope that it gets some sort of recognition from the TCAs and the fans, especially. Well, well, being- well that's, that's the thing, because originally there was a Shadowhunters, there was a... The Mortal Instruments movie. Mortal Instruments yeah. movie, which is based on the Shadowhunters, where, where Shadowhunters come from. So I feel that with how they made it into a TV show, I think it's going much better than the actual movie itself. And I, I really enjoyed it. I Every every Wednesday when it came out, uh, Tuesday in America, 
but Wednesday in Australia. Uh, I was really excited to see it because yeah, it looked very interesting and it has some of my favorite my favorite actors in there. And also the fact that it was accessible to anything. So it wasn't necessarily available in the US. It was actually available worldwide over Netflix, which I thought was a really good job done. Absolutely. I think that's I think that's a really, really, really awesome point. I, I think other things that I would like to see nominated are like Ricky Dillon, of course, will probably get nominated uh, for YouTuber. I really want Matthew Lush to be nominated. Sorry. I really want Matthew Lush to be nominated uh, because he will probably be really good at um, – he will probably be really good. And he hasn't really had that much big fan base. Tyler Oakley, of course, will probably get nominated. Um, Cameron, Dallas. Cameron Dallas. Bethany uh, Moda. Probably uh, Jenna no, Marbles no. will probably be nominated. Um, Teen Wolf hopefully will get nominated. Like, let's be honest, if Teen Wolf is not nominated, uh, probably. Um, I have a feeling Prilla Live will be nominated. Probably, yeah. And probably Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, which actually recently just come in. Supergirl has now moved from yeah. CBS to CW. Isn't yeah. that the greatest decision alive? That was because it allows for crossovers, which I am very excited to happen. But also, the fact is, is that if you look at it, just was it just feels better on, on the CW. It just it makes more sense. Yeah. Like, why would CBS do a show like Supergirl when the CW exists, trying to produce these shows? By the way, I was thinking about this this morning actually before we started this podcast. I was like, you know what, the C the CW is producing some of the most awesome and creative awesome the most creative content out there i'm really excited by what the cw is doing yeah definitely i can't wait to see more supergirl and <laughs> the fact that the arrowverse will kind of with the flowerverse actually the flash and arrowverse will hopefully connect with the supergirl universe oh, wouldn't that be amazing i still need to watch this week's this week's flash so i'm really really oh uh, you're on for a treat Oh, and the Kevin Smith episode as well. So hopefully I'll watch this after this podcast Kevin and then Smith. I might be able to and then I might be able to tell you next week how I thought it. Kevin Smith. It. Yeah, Kevin Smith directed it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um I don't know if he wrote it as well. I don't know that. Okay, moving on. Uh of course this week brings new life to this week brings new life to the Chelsea Handler new talk show. Of course, Chelsea Handler being the funny comedian. Um, stand-up comic um, she's so funny and hilarious and everything so her new talk show which was sort of be to be billed as the new 60 minutes sort of the new youth young teen hip star 60 minutes um, premiered on Netflix called Chelsea I really like it um, Anthony you haven't seen it have you uh, every time I log into Netflix it's usually the, the first thing that pops up well, you can tell they've been promoting it. No, I really like it. I've, I've watched two, both episodes now. It, of course, premieres on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, every single week. Um, 90 episodes um, every year, so you've got to get a lot of Chelsea, or if you don't like it, then we'll stuff you. I don't care about you. Um, I, once, I just, again, once again, as Carl told you guys yesterday, Carl does not represent the views of popcorn. I he bitch just... represent the views of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I created this shit. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs> To be uh, to be honest, I just I, I it's it's good. I really like it. It's funny. It's quirky. I love how she's sort of like um, she's wanting to make this more about everyone else rather than um, just her about educating the public, talking about these issues. Of course, it's an election year. 
um, doing into politics, but of course she sort of starts to pull him out a sort of big like media vibe, and I love that she had um, uh, the Department of Education on the first episode. She had Pitbull. She had um, Gwyneth Paltrow's on. Drew, Drew Barrymore's been on. Um, been some really good stuff, and I really like it. Chris Munn's been on. He was the one to open the show. So it's going to be really good. And so a new episode comes out today, um, Friday, when this is being recorded, Sunday when it will be released on SoundCloud. But, you know, I'm really excited. But, um, yeah, I can't wait. Anthony, I totally think you should give it a watch. I think you'll like it. Uh, that's what they said about Daredevil. I did not like it. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to the new movie trailer, the finally movie trailer that we have been waiting, God knows for how long, like six months for, Assassin's Creed, the Michael Fassbender live action uh, based on the video game has been released um, via the internet. I don't know what I think about it. I'm going to be honest. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come out on a limb here, and I know that a lot of people are going to give me hate for this, but to be perfectly honest, I would I was expecting better. Okay, so I I want to run something about you. Have you played the video games? Yes, I have. I've played two of the video games. I've which, played which titles though? I've played Assassin's Creed Two and I've played Brotherhood. Okay, well the the thing is that I we don't know which which uh which movie which video game title they're portraying because it says assassin's creed so that would you would assume it's the first one or in the series but because from the spanish inquisition it makes it seem like it's actually from uh assassin's creed uh brotherhood of revelations because yeah the, the way it's shown in the movie is quite different to how it is in the actual video game yeah. So, yes, because the animus, uh, the animus is is shown as something that lifts you up in the air, whereas in the actual video game, it's shown as just a seat where you lie down and you uh, transport it into the memories of your ancestors. But my concern with it is, if you watch like the first thirty seconds of the trailer, I love that opening. That opening is amazing. I love the fact, and I think uh, Marion Cotillard, I think, who plays the woman in that, I don't. Is that her? I'm looking that up now. I think it might be her, but just have a look. But my concern with that was when Michael Fassbender, uh, the trailer went into the new world or the or the Spanish Inquisition part of the story, the first part of it did not look real to me. It looked like a game. It's uh, Marion Cotillard. Oh, yeah, so it is. Um, she. It looks like a game. It didn't look real to me. It didn't look... Good and uh, it just looked like they had taken game footage and then just thrown it into the movie. Okay, well, I just looked at the IMDb of it, and it is uh, trying to figure out what game it's from. Because I don't, I don't know if you'll find that, but but it's it's not from any of the games. Wow, that's really interesting. It that is interesting because. I would have thought they portray it over one of the game of from one of the video games. That's but I want to say like ninety percent of the trailer is, I, I'm gonna say this. It is fucking amazing. Like ninety percent of the trailer is fucking amazing. It's that ten percent that just annoys the living hell out of me. And if that's in the trailer, then what stops that being that how it's gonna be portray- portrayed? It just looks a little fake to me. I know I'm gonna get so much hate by this, and I'm probably gonna change my mind about it. 
but I'm like, it's that 10% where I'm just like, ugh. I just wish that that looked better. I was just annoyed. By it. And that's just what stuck out to me. The, all the action sequences looked absolutely ridiculously awesome. The the sort of Michael Fassbender looks amazing. Um, Marion Coltiard is just a queen of light and brilliance and, and awesomeness. I love the extremis scene of when he's in the new, he's in, he, when he's in the modern world. But just that opening scene when it goes between the extremis between the the modern world and the spanish inquisition i was like oh this is annoying me yes it just annoyed me i don't know if it's supposed to look like that but it just annoyed me maybe they're gonna do something awesome with it i don't know i'm definitely gonna check out the movie and i cannot wait to see the movie it comes out in december i think it's probably gonna be january for us january 1st january the 1st so january 1st 2017 Cannot wait to check it out. I'm assuming that at um, San Diego Comic-Con, um, probably we're going to get more footage. Maybe we'll see a clip. Uh, probably see a press conference with the with the cast. See, I would have uh, thought they'd do it at E3 because it is based off a video game. But also I feel like they're going to do it at Comic-Con because it's a movie. Mm, true. So maybe they'll do something for E3. Maybe they'll do something for Comic-Con. Maybe they'll do something for both. Maybe they won't even do anything. Um, it's yeah. just... Because I heard, um, who's producing? By the way, who's produ- which studio is producing Assassin's Creed? Uh, it said it showed Ubisoft. <laughs> so I'm no, it's not Ubisoft. That's not that's not that's probably the that that's the idea that they got from. But who the okay, actual so the the actual production company? Because if it's Fox, we won't see anything at San Diego. No, I'm funny now. Two minutes. It should be the first part of the trailer. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, let's bring the trailer again. And now my mm. podcast tends to react to me. No. Really <laughs> <laughs> Let's just, just keep talking about something. So, yeah, um, I'm very uh, – I, I don't know how to feel about this thing because the movie is amazing. I'm just really worried of how it, – it, it seems like they're trying to uh, push Regency. Regency, okay, right, okay. It's 20th so- Century Fox. Ubisoft and Regency. Oh no! It is Fox. Mm-hmm. Which means that we're actually not going to get anything for San Diego. That means that because um, Fox did a boycott of of um, tw- of um sorry, Fox did a boycott of San Diego Comic Con this year. Really? Yes, they have. Thank God it was not before the X Men Apocalypse. Yeah, I know. Actually, I think that was that actually was part of the boycott. Actually. Um, which was that about the fact that they didn't want anything leaked from the actual um, from the actual sh- uh, San Diego Comic Con convention? Which I was just like, this is ridiculous. This is like, um, like it's 2016. People have a smartphone. Clearly, they're going to want to share that thing. Yeah, just bullshits me. Um, I I will. We'll probably talk more about. San Diego Comic Con. Why don't we do an episode when Comic Con is actually coming? Yeah, then we'll talk more about what we see and what we don't see. I would love to. We'll probably uh, what we'll actually probably do is actually do that episode on the Sunday um, instead of the Friday. So then Mm -hmm. we, but you know, because we'll have a lot to cover then. So guys, stay tuned for when Comic Con comes up because then we'll actually have a pop. We'll literally be dedicating a whole show to just completely um sdcc maybe we can even do like a video one 
Oh, absolutely. I want to start video, as you know, but we'll talk about that um, at a later date. Um, moving on, Orange is the New Black. Oh my god. I already have an issue. I already have an issue. I watched Orange is the New Black trailer. I really liked it. I love the show. Oh my god, I can see a potential spoiler issue. Not a spoiler issue, but a plot issue. Laverne Cox, not in this trailer. Where the hell is Sophia... Where is Holly, Where the hell is Sophia Vazess well, in this trailer? <laughs> to be I've, I've kind of forgotten what's happened in season three and the past one, so... Well, remember that in the end of season three, we left off, so um, there was a massive breakout at the prison and there was a transphobic attack between the prison mates and Sophia's character, of course, Laverne Cox's character, um, and okay, she was I put into... And she was put into isolation, mm -hmm. and now that's when, of course, a season four picks up from, or that's what we assume it'll pick up from. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like, what happened to Sophia's character? Did she die, or what? Are they, they must make some mention to her because her character was so groundbreaking. They're probably sorry. They're probably leaving it because she was such a groundbreaking character. They're probably waiting for it to be a surprise. But that's my point is that because she's such a groundbreaking character is that people won't actually forget about her. Where is she? I know she's been shooting the Rocky Horror stuff, um, which also came out today, um, which we'll probably talk about our next week's show maybe. Um, but I just – she was such a groundbreaking character for people. She was probably one of the biggest mainstream trans characters on American – kind of network network yeah. on American network show such as well Netflix being a sort of network I was just like where where the hell have you been this is ridiculous mm. also Alex's Alex's character oh yeah Alex's character of course in season three um her I think was her drug dealer person or someone that she owed yes. or something in her life came in um became a security guard um but you know I can't wait so season four um, coming is coming out on June twenty fourth on Netflix. I'm yeah. really excited. So Instagram logo. Let's talk about it. Let's break it down. What in the hell were they smoking? What were they on? What were they thinking? What was going through their mind? What was the inspiration? Why? Yes. Why? I, why everything? I, I had this scenario in my head where it's like some incompetent uh person they're like oh i'll redesign the logo and they were probably playing around they accidentally pressed something so they're probably playing around with it in word because there's a lot of jokes going around that i said gradient from microsoft word they were probably playing around with it and accidentally pressed some big red button and it actually changed the whole logo and well, they're like okay let's live with that my question is, Anthony, will you be downloading the new Instagram? I already have it. And the oh, layout. God. The layout is so different. Yeah, it is. It looks like a it looks like a more modern version, but I'm like, I don't really want that. I really like what the other version was. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna download it. I'm just gonna be like, fuck it, I'm gonna stay with my old version. Well, my phone automatically downloads stuff, so Oh, download. you terrible person. <laughs> That's terrible. I hate that. Um, no. I, I, saw, I remember seeing a Vimeo from the Instagram guys um, and they were like, and they were just, were they had this Vimeo of like this two minute clip of how they create. I was just like, this is just complete bull. This is just ridiculous. I can't believe that this is actually, this is ridiculous. But no, I look, I just kind of hope that 
they will see their senses and um, they'll go back. Do you, I, I love Instagram. I really do. I think it's a great platform for sharing content. So yeah. Yeah. But no, as a last, as a last thing this week, the last thing we have to color Eurovision, of course. Mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night on SPS. Um, of course, Australia is competing. I am really excited. Of course, uh, by the time this podcast is up, you'll know who's going to be in semifinal one and probably two, and you'll probably have seen the final already. But well, I already know who's going to the final. I'm not saying anything, but... Bitch, don't you dare say <laughs> anything. Uh, this is right now. It's on a Friday, so we upload on a Sunday, as I've said numerous times. Um, yes, you said it And it's just time. like... I cannot wait. I have a tra- do you have a, do you have a Eurovision tradition, Anthony? Uh, I don't really watch Eurovision. I mean, I've seen snippets of it. I'm very oh, excited we- about this this year because it's funny have- because like we actually uh, my mum and I of course grew up in German European household and of course Eurovision's been such a big part of our lives. So of course we will actually sit down on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights every single week and watch Eurovision um, at, at this part of the year. But mm-hmm. no, guys. Uh, that is it. Quick, 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 quick update. We have a we have an update on Teen Wolf. Oh, okay. Please. Alan Rohan has posted up on Instagram that they are continuing on Teen Wolf. Yeah. So he hasn't stopped yeah. production. No, they have not actually stopped production. Um, I did hear this as well. I think we should talk about this as well. Actually, um, no, Teen Wolf has um, they've got into shooting for season six. Mm-hmm. Um, without Dylan, of course, Dylan is still recovering hospital from his injuries on the Maze Runner. Um, the, the source that I did read, um, for this actually said that there might be some issues with him actually going back to Teen Wolf because he actually has to fulfill his contract, uh, regards for the Maze Runner film before he goes back to, uh, Teen Wolf. So, Frankly, this is a really, really, really messy situation right now. But for... I think it, I think it would actually work out well because if Stalin is becoming a police, like uh, becoming a police officer, in well, that's the that's six, theoretical. That's that's a, that's a possibility. Really well because he can say he's at the police academy, and then that's how they cannot. Well, it. well, Jeff Davis, who's the EP of um, the executive producer of Team Wolf, will probably come out. And sort of start talking about this. Um, frankly, let's. I, I, I still hope Dylan. I really hope Dylan pushes through and has a really great recovery, so he's able to sort of make this transition. He's able to finish his commitments on the Maze Runner, uh, the the Death Circle, and then go back to his Hainwall. Because let's be honest, he he's a part of that show. He's a part of that family, and we just uh, from everyone. For everyone, from me and from me and Anthony, we just hope Dylan O'Brien has the best recovery, so we can, so we can come back. But no, guys. F- also from us at Popcorn, that is the end of this week's episode. Um, Anthony, people, where can find people find you on Twitter? On Twitter at Anthony Farrow ninety five. On Instagram, oh. Anthony Farrow six, and YouTube, Anthony Farrow Captain Fitzman. Awesome, and you can find me on any social media at Kyle Goldfinch. Very easy to find. Thank you guys so much for watching. We will see you next week with a new episode of Popcorn. And have a great week, guys. Bye.